You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Corey McCartney joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 929 game 929thegame.com. We had a discussion earlier, Corey, and um, your name was brought up as a way to solve this or at least give your thoughts on it. Um, I had mentioned while we were talking about yesterday's game and just his play over the last X amount of months that um, Michael Harris and the Rookie of the Year trophy is his to lose, and it was brought to my attention. Well, there might be another guy who just got put on the DL, but Spencer Strider could be in that conversation. Your thoughts on that? It's just such an interesting debate, right, because they both have meant something substantial to this team in such different ways because obviously, you know, Michael Harris second comes up and what he's able to do in solidifying that, you know, center field position and, you know, igniting the offense as well. I mean, you know, started off being, you know, the most productive number nine hitter in baseball. And now you're talking about a guy, you know, who's, you know, challenging for a 2020 season as a rookie and nearly five or 4.8 out of him hitting 43% above league average. So that's all really, really great. And then you got Spencer Strider doing this historic stuff the fastest guy to 200 strikeouts in history, you know, a Braves record, 16 strikeouts in one game. And obviously what he meant, you know, to the back end of that rotation, what we thought was going to be a question mark and now looking like the number two, two a uh, in this rotation. I just, you know, to me, it's just really, it's really, really tough. And uh, I would not be surprised to see this thing be extremely close. Maybe they potentially end up sharing it. I know guys will say, if you're out there every day, it's a little bit more meaningful yeah, you know, than a pitcher who comes out there every five. But I, I'm honestly torn because they, I think they just both meant so much. If I had to, though, all, if, if you, you know, absolutely you got to make a decision. To me, the, the point of history means just a tad bit more, so I might lean towards Strider. But I think this is going to be razor close. <laughs> <laughs> Eric feels like he just won the lottery. He threw his hands up. <laughs> he, he just crossed the finish line at the Boston Marathon. All right. Well, there you go. Well, we spent the time with the waitfor.com outline is one with Corey McCartney. He is social. Uh, you can find him on the Twitter at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase at Corey J. McCartney. All right, let's talk about this 20-game winner. And I want you to tell me, before the season started, if you had to pick a pitcher on the Braves starting rotation to be a 20-game winner this year, would Kyle Wright have been the guy you picked? <laughs> no, uh, but I will say uh, not to uh, you know to our own our own collective horns. But uh, Grant McCauley and I were actually pretty high on uh, right before the season started. Um, you know, obviously based on what he did you know last season and the postseason, but also what he was doing at Gwinnett before that. And you know, I had some early conversations with him when things were coming along this season. And you know, for him just to have the ability as a as a guy who's in the majors and seeing what works and what doesn't to go back to your tape as a college pitcher and say, what was I doing so well that made me a top-five pick? And basically go and reinvent himself to the fact where he's throwing a curveball you know, more than he has at any point in this career, but more than he's throwing any other pitch in his arsenal. He was a curveball fastball guy at Vanderbilt. 
Um, he's just been so effective in that way uh, this season. And I just, you know, it's, it's a really great story of perseverance, a guy who, you know, used that ability to go back and forth between the majors and, and Gwinnett, uh, you know, a, a shuttle that really, you know, gets a lot of guys uh, ultimately and, and shakes confidence and use it to build himself back up. And I just think it's a, it's a great story for a guy who put in a lot of hard work. Hey, Corey, now, now answer this as best as you can. Okay, this has been a great regular season. What can we expect during postseason? And what the history shows us from this guy, is, is there any way we can predict? Because you didn't predict what we saw this season, given last season the guy didn't have any wins. So, again, what I'm asking you is we have seen all-time greats not perform in the postseason. Are you confident that, especially with a little bit of history that this team has, that that's not going to be the case? Or are there concerns? Are, are you worrying about how guys are going to adjust to, to this pitching staff going into the playoffs? I think all those things, right? I mean, because you think about Kyle Wright in particular, and remember during the 2020, you know, wild card round against the Marlins, he goes out and just is electric, you know, six scoreless earned runs. Then they give him another start, uh, you know, in game three of the NLCS against the Dodgers, and he allowed seven earned runs in two thirds of an inning. Um, I mean, obviously, you see the two extremes from him there. Uh, we saw what he was able to do in the World Series, you know, pitching twice against the Astros. I, I honestly, you know, I, I think the the fact that you've seen him get skipped, you know, in arm fatigue is is, is come into play. I, I don't I don't think we know, and I think that's you know, unfortunately, things are going to be ratcheted up. Everything's going to be ratcheted up for Kyle Wright. The expectations, all that, but he doesn't have to be the number one guy in this rotation. I think that's the the biggest factor. But now you've got Spencer Strider. Are we going to see Spencer Strider in the postseason? Everyone hopes you're going to see him. Um, you know, but I think this next week's going to be really telling for him. We know how tricky oblique injuries can be. I mean, sometimes they take six to eight weeks to heal, and guys come back and they still have issues with them. So uh, I'm going to be really intrigued to see what happens to this rotation because you got, you know, a, a legitimate question mark in Strider, and then you got, you know, an issue with a guy who's never pitched to, to this many innings and in what we're seeing out of Kyle Wright at this point. Spending time on the waitfor.com outline with Corey McCartney uh, talking Braves baseball. Ronald Acuna. Um, sitting out third straight day is day to day. It looks like this is pretty much how things are going to be even into the postseason. You think? I, I mean, I think they need him out there as much as they can on an everyday basis in the postseason. I mean, the, the, the fact that there's no off days, you know, in those first couple of rounds is really going to be a, a tricky element for them. If these series they play and end up going the distance, um, there's a chance he returns to the lineup today, but I think it's, it's more than, li- more than likely he's going to be back out there sometime next week, and I would imagine you're just going to see him back out there uh, as, a de- as a designated hitter. I don't think you're going to see him in the field too much. But uh, he's played through pain. We know he's played through pain. How much is he willing to do that consistently during the postseason? And also when you factor in what he missed last postseason, how much is he going to be willing to endure uh, to be out there on an everyday basis if that's what you know, ultimately both sides decide uh, is best for him? From the Diamond is the show. He does it with um... – What's that guy's name? Oh, yeah. Grant McCauley. See, see. Oh, <laughs> this is Corey man. McCartney joining us here at Sports Radio 92.9 oh. The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Uh, I, I got two directions I wanted to go with him, and yeah. I'm just trying to figure out the I know time we want to go another have. direction because I – go ahead. Well, what's your, what's your thought? I was going to steer him into a little college football because he's a Heisman voter, but you tell me what else you know. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. Well, I, well, let me stay in baseball for okay, just a minute. Play. Go ahead. Because I really wanted to, I we would kick ourselves if we had this guy on and didn't talk about the feat that we saw this past week. And in my lifetime, it's only happened two other times. I mean, in my lifetime, 
We saw the baseball player hit the 700 mark. And so for you, talk about what we're seeing when we look at Albert Pujols, your thoughts when you saw it happen, and and anything else that came to your mind as he sits there now at 700. I just didn't think this was going to happen. I mean, you think about, you know, he's at, he's at 662 after the, the 2020 season. You think about what he missed out on. You know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, missed out on stuff during that pandemic shortened season, but this was, you know, a guy who missed a, a chunk of, you know, what we thought were going to be meaningful games for him at that point in his career. Uh, I, I, and it was, he had, he had come off four straight years of hitting below league average. I, I just thought 700 seemed impossible for him. And this, this resurgence in St. Louis has just been, I mean, it's been the, I mean, it, it's, it's probably been the best story of the 22 season. And I know there's a lot of Yankees fans who probably, disagree with that with what Aaron Judge is doing right now but uh, I, I just I didn't think we were going to get to this point with Albert Pujols and it's just uh, it's it's been an incredible run to see him be able to get there and just the fact that he's and these have been meaningful home runs this isn't a guy who's doing this on a team where they're just trotting him out there as a you know as a, as a legacy you know just let's go out there and see him try to make history he is delivering meaningful home runs for a team that looks really, really good going into October. And we can debate whether or not we're going to see this milestone hit again. We talk about milestones in baseball. Give me a yes or no on this. I think it's a no. But, you know, the the other conversation is who will be the next 300-win pitcher in Major League Baseball. I think it's either the next or his next couple wins will get him at 250, and that's Verlander. You see him getting 50 more wins to get to 300? I don't think so. I mean, I don't either. you know, he's – I mean, he's 30, 39 right now. I mean, was he can he pitch maybe two, three more years? I just, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sam, go ahead. I just want to get that okay. out of the All right. Uh, you know what? We're in the college football season. We're in, into a few weeks. You are a Heisman uh, voter. And who do you have on your list right now? Who, who are your top three? Yeah, I think it's going to be looking like a lot of people with C.J. Stroud at the top of the heap. I mean, he's just been, fan, been fantastic for Ohio State. Just a monster game against uh, Wisconsin last night. And, you know, Bryce Young, obviously, the defending winner, you know, right there. He threw two picks a week ago against Louisiana Monroe, and he looked, you know, obviously fantastic against Vanderbilt yesterday. And I think that third spot's really interesting because you can make an argument for Caleb Williams out of USC – um, Stetson Bennett, uh, I think, you know, you're probably looking at four or five guys. You can probably throw Dylan Gabriel, you know, into that mix, DJU at, at Clemson, um, Blake Corum at Michigan. There, there's a, it's becoming a very short list of guys at this point in the season. I will say this for Stroud, though. I went back through the numbers. The last 12 years, Stroud's been around plus 250 odds-wise. There's only, there's been, uh, only five guys have ever had better odds than that uh, since 2009. It's only gotten two wins. So it's not, a, there's no guarantee for Stroud, but, uh, I think right now he's got to be the runaway favorite for the trophy. The uh, notice I'm looking at here right now says Verlander sitting at 243. So yeah. we'll see. But I, do- I doubt that will happen. Corey, from the, uh, from the Diamond is the show. Hey, and Grant McCauley, you're doing it on Saturdays now. Is there a certain time or is that fluctuate with whatever college game is on? Yeah, we kind of bounce, you know, we'll just stay on 92.9 all day on Saturday. And <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you'll there find out when it's coming. All right. And then you, right. if you keep listening seven days a week, you'll probably hear you again with us next week. Corey, That's en- right. enjoy your week, man. And thanks, as always, for getting up and being a part of the show. Thanks, Corey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.